0: excerpt from walden this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org excerpt from walden by henry david thoreau librivox coffee break collection number 8 i was witness to events of a less peaceful character one day when i went out to my wood pile or rather my pile of stumps i observed two large ants the one red the other much larger nearly half an inch long and black fiercely contending with one another having once got hold they never let go but struggled and wrestled and rolled on the chips incessantly looking farther i was surprised to find that the chips were covered with such combatants this was not a duellum but a bellum a war between two races of ants the red always pitted against the black, and frequently two red ones to one black. The legions of these myrmidons covered all the hills and vales in my woodyard, and the ground was already strewn with the dead and dying, both red and black. It was the only battle which I have ever witnessed, the only battlefield I ever trod while the battle was raging. Internecine war, the red republicans on the one hand, the black imperialists on the other on every side they were engaged in deadly combat yet without any noise that i could hear and human soldiers never fought so resolutely i watched a couple that were fast locked in each other's embraces in a little sunny valley amid the chips now at noonday prepared to fight till the sun went down or life went out the smaller red champion had fastened himself like a vice to his adversary's front and through all the tumblings on that field never for an instant ceased to gnaw at one of his feelers near the root, having already caused the other to go by the board, while the stronger black one dashed him from side to side, and, as I saw on looking nearer, had already divested him of several of his members. They fought with more pertinacity than bulldogs. Neither manifested the least disposition to retreat. It was evident that their battle-cry was, Conquer or Die! In the meanwhile there came along a single red ant on the hillside of this valley, evidently full of excitement, who either had dispatched his foe or had not yet taken part in the battle, probably the latter, for he had lost none of his limbs, whose mother had charged him to return with his shield or upon it. Or perchance he was some Achilles who had nourished his wrath apart and had now come to avenge or rescue his Patroclus." he saw this unequal combat from afar, for the blacks were nearly twice the size of the red. He drew near with rapid pace till he stood on his guard within half an inch of the combatants. Then, watching his opportunity, he sprang upon the black warrior and commenced his operations near the root of his right foreleg, leaving the foe to select among his own members. And so there were three united for life— as if a new kind of attraction had been invented which put all other locks and cements to shame i should not have wondered by this time to find that they had their respective musical bands stationed on some eminent chip and playing their national airs the while to excite the slow and cheer the dying combatants i was myself excited somewhat even as if they had been men the more you think of it the less the difference and certainly there is not the fight recorded in conquered history at least if in the history of america that will bear a moment's comparison with this whether for the numbers engaged in it or for the patriotism and heroism displayed for numbers and for carnage it was in austerlitz or dresden conquered fight two killed on the patriot side and luther blanchard wounded why here every ant was a buttrick fire for god's sake fire and thousands shared the fate of davis and hosmer there was not one hireling there i have no doubt that it was a principle they fought for as much as our ancestors and not to avoid a threepenny tax on their tea and the results of this battle will be as important and memorable to those whom it concerns as those of the battle of bunker hill at least I took up the chip, on which the three I have particularly described were struggling, carried it into my house, and placed it under a tumbler on my window-sill, in order to see the issue. Holding a microscope to the first-mentioned red ant, I saw that, though he was assiduously gnawing at the near foreleg of his enemy, having severed his remaining feeler, his own breast was all torn away, exposing what vitals he had there to the jaws of the black warrior whose breastplate was apparently too thick for him to pierce and the dark carbuncles of the sufferer's eyes shone with ferocity such as war only could excite they struggled half an hour longer under the tumbler and when i looked again the black soldier had severed the heads of his foes from their bodies and the still living heads were hanging on either side of him like ghastly trophies at his saddle-bow, still apparently as firmly fastened as ever, and he was endeavouring with feeble struggles, being without feelers and with only the remnant of a leg, and I know not how many other wounds, to divest himself of them, which at length, after half an hour more, he accomplished. I raised the glass, and he went off over the window-sill in that crippled state. Whether he finally survived that combat, and spent the remainder of his days in some Hotel des Invalides, I do not know, but I thought that his industry would not be worth much thereafter. I never learned which party was victorious, nor the cause of the war, but I felt for the rest of that day as if I had had my feelings excited and harrowed by witnessing the struggle, the ferocity and carnage, of a human battle before my door kirby and spence tell us that the battles of ants have long been celebrated and the date of them recorded though they say that huber is the only modern author who appears to have witnessed them aeneas silvius they say after giving a very circumstantial account of one contested with great obstinacy by a great and small species on the trunk of a pear tree adds that this action was fought in the pontificate of eugenius the fourth in the presence of Nicholas Pistoriensis, an eminent lawyer, who related the whole history of the battle with the greatest fidelity. A similar engagement between great and small ants is recorded by Olaus Magnus, in which the small ones, being victorious, are said to have buried the bodies of their own soldiers, but left those of their giant enemies a prey to the birds. This event happened previous to the expulsion of the tyrant Christian II from Sweden. The battle which I witnessed took place in the presidency of Polk, five years before the passage of Webster's Fugitive Slave Bill. End of Excerpt from Walden by Henry David Thoreau